Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And, um, you know, y'all have fake boobs. So now I want fake boobs. I, I mean, Yara wants fake boobs. <laughs> this I'm is, doing 80% this is... of, the, of, the, of the lift here, Kim. I'm an artist. And there's plenty <laughs> of women out there, okay? Usman's description of doing 80% of the work is basically Usman saying, I haven't cheated on you, and therefore I am doing 80% of the work. <laughs> you should be grateful. It's oh, kind of horrifying. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for not cheating on me. I appreciate yeah, it. You, you should be so grateful that I am not slamming ass all over Nigeria because I'm a celebrity. Maybe he should make a uh, pros and cons list, Kim. <laughs> okay, look, Modern Fertility is back as a sponsor for us, and it it's like they <laughs> sold their own product during this episode because this doctor is useless. I'm like, Shida just wants you to tell her, she wants you to tell Bilal, hey, if we wait two more years, my chances decrease by this percentage. This doctor does nothing. He's like, well, you could make a pros and cons list. They probably paid $2,000 to see this guy for this hour, for this consult. And he tells to him to fair, make a fucking pros and cons I, list. I know. To be fair to him, like, the guy's not a therapist. I, I, I feel like oh, usually yeah, when people... Yeah, usually when people show up to this guy, I would guess most of the time... They both are on the same page about having a fucking child when they go to yeah. him. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like walking into a vasectomy consultation and the guy <laughs> or, or, or either like the woman is saying, don't do not do it. Don't do it. How, how bizarre. It's it's really weird. And like when Bilal looks at the fertility doctor and says, so you're saying that we should wait a couple years. He's like, I did not <laughs> say that. The guy is you dumbfounded. <laughs> I mean, Bilal is just, this is so infuriating on so, I mean, we'll get to it. But I, what I'm really most angry about is the fact that there's so little drama to show that we're watching Shida brush her tongue for three full minutes. Oh my God. Multiple minutes. I couldn't believe Why? it. Why? I, I, it was this is ridiculous. That's like, okay, there were so many scenes this episode that I was thinking, no, no, this is what hits the cutting room floor. Like, yeah. this is the type of shit that you put as a web series addendum or more to love. This, that scene I... with Shida's friend was so stupid and boring. I mean, the going to the aquarium. Okay. Oh my God. What the fuck? No. At least we got to see a manatee at the aquarium. Like there was no <laughs> redeeming quality about that conversation with Shida and her friend. I mean, it literally, I thought that they fucked up and put the more to love episode on primetime. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, this can't be it. Because there were so many scenes where I just, I was flabbergasted that they shipped these to production. They've they've uh, fucked up the episode before on Discovery Plus. <laughs> I wonder have. if people are going to be like, I didn't see that scene when I watched live. This I know. this was He's... um in many ways this was a peak H E A episode because th this is what 
we're afraid of when they announce HEA is coming. It, it's it's, so it's true. episodes where literally nothing happens and you have tired recycled plot lines i mean even the jovi and yara stuff i get i mean that you can actually have a conversation about but it's the exact same thing that happened last time we saw them this is continued with nothing nothing's really changed except she has a green card which we knew she was going to get i know and except they're now they're bringing in the ancillary characters, you know, the Rena friends, terrible people to terrible reinforce people. <laughs> and have a, they are, they suck. I mean, these girls are just, they might, they might be acting though. Like literally they might be actors that are brought in. So I can't, I wish I could just take my boobs out. <laughs> I wish I could just take also- my boobs out. Kyle got a that's soundboard all three of, for you guys. That's what all three that of wondering. them are thinking the entire time in that scene. <laughs> and um, this is what Jovi. This is what Jovi's thinking. You can be naked if you want to. <laughs> I didn't even catch Usman or Kimberly saying either of those statements this episode. <laughs> it's, I think it's also because we're coming off of the finale of 90 Day Fiance UK, where it was like rapid pace so much drama so much stuff happening every episode and they didn't revisit the stories like over and over and over again it was just like barreling through six months of storyline and there was so much to talk about um to the point where we had an hour we had the opposite complaint about uk which i don't think we've ever said before about any of these shows ever yeah, no, like we need more so details. We don't even know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Like, where's yeah. this scene that we usually get? <laughs> I know. And it was only what 45, 50 minutes a week of so it's half right. the half the length and twice as much content. It's it was nuts. So I think just comparatively too, it just seems so much more uh sparse <laughs> with conversation H- points hea takes place over the course of two weeks it seems like i know and and Literally. uk i think i think uk that season covered an entire year for some of those people i think it did especially we know like Bridie and host and we know like alejandro remember alejandro was in mexico for three months and it was it was one episode (laughs) yeah i know whoa he's going home what so so we had we had like not to jump ahead into evidence too much but we we put out the question like what the fuck happened to Bridie and host these two people that were pretty compelling on uk and apparently Halfway through the season or halfway through filming or something or maybe halfway through airing of the season, I heard from multiple people that they violated their NDA and they were kicked off the show. But that doesn't like that makes so little sense to me. Does that mean that they violated their NDA and they just deleted them from the show Alina style? Why would they do that? I know it doesn't also like. They're so unknown because it it only aired in the UK and Discovery Plus. Like it, it's not on US network television yet, or sorry, US right. you know Who TV yet, cares? cable like, TV. That that's just really. I I mean I I get that they might have been fired and they're not going to be back, but to kick there's 
Everyone violates their fucking NDA on this show. <laughs> to take them yeah. off mid-season? That's out there. It is. That's wild. My husband and I recently downloaded this app called Paired, where we take cute little quizzes, but we can't see each other's answers until we've answered it ourselves. So today the question was, what do you remember about the first time you met? It was really funny to see how different our first impressions were of each other and how we actually remember that experience. We've been joking about it all week, and it really brought us closer together. The app, again, is called Paired, like a pair of jeans, and it's a relationship app for couples. It's simple and often hilarious, and you get a daily question to answer, and you cannot see your partner's answer until you answer yourself. Today, we did a quiz around childhood memories, and we learned a lot about weird memories we have as children that we would have never thought to talk about just randomly without the prompt. Whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to download the app and get a seven-day free trial. Just head to sign up today, connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Visit Paired.com slash CrayCray. That's P-A-I-R-E-D dot com slash CrayCray. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to hop into the episode, Kyle? You want to talk about Libby and Andre? Would you eat this fish? (laughs) Father, would you eat manatee? We do not have in Moldova. (laughs) This scene at the aquarium was total filler. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a manatee. And I was actually like, wow. We didn't even see it. We just kind of saw it bobbing near the surface. <laughs> well, that's what manatees do, you know? I know. That's the I best know. you're ever going to see one. But They're not, they're they're not like, like playing oh. soccer uh, in, in Tampa Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Florida has some cool things. Like, you could go see a manatee just like on a Saturday. That's kind of cool. If it's water related, um, yeah. Florida has it. You know, that's true. Yeah. yeah, but the stingray thing was pretty cool too. But at the same time, and if it if it doesn't have drama, I don't need it in my ninety day episode. So yeah, we did this shit for my with my son when he was a kid, and he absolutely loved it. And um, you know, it's a fun thing. It's a fun day. Don't don't yeah. really care at all though. So, it's like yeah. watching your friend's family go to SeaWorld. Like, I don't need to actually, <laughs> let me take that back. Nobody goes to SeaWorld anymore. I don't even know if they exist. Uh, it's like it watching does, your friend's does. family go to the amusement park, you know, like, okay, great. You had a fun day. What? Why? Yeah. Why do I yeah. need to know? Let's sit down uh, and look at you. family pictures from our trip. That we uh, that we took. Uh, Andre's father continues to be just a gem of positivity and and reconciliation. They're just they're Andre is just ranting and raving about the 
the dinner, the party that they're not going to. And his response is, yes, there, there is some difficulty and, and friendships cannot be forced. Okay. Thanks, Father. Yes. I know from the situation that has arisen that there are some difficulties in your relations right now, but friendship cannot be made by forcing someone. Thank you, Buddha. Like, what is this? <laughs> he's like, he's so calm. He's, I mean, of all the people we've seen on this fucking show, this guy should be a life coach. Oh my gosh. Right. It's always the people that should be a life coach that. That, would never be a life coach <laughs> that actually do other things with their life i know yeah. but yeah. he is um he's like speaking in parables i i loved it and uh that was really the only cute thing that happened at the whole aquarium scene was just moldovan father being very formal and precise in his pronouncements and Libby says that this is the worst that things have been with her family ever in history. And I feel like she says that every season. Yeah. That's the only reason that you're still on TV is that it has to continually escalate. Yeah. And pretty soon, pretty soon, Charlie and Andre are going to be trying to do drive-bys on each other or something. It's just, what else is there left other than more fist fighting and maybe someone gets deported. I don't know. Yeah. I just, do you notice too that Andre, you know, the way like he speaks in English, like he would say, you know, there will be a brawl right now. That is the same way that he speaks in Romanian. Because when you look at the way that yeah. they translate him, I'm like, oh, he speaks exactly the same way in English. And it just struck me as really funny. We are not the problem, babe. You guys cancel Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Pam's birthday party, which I is just love that they all going out to eat at a fucking right. gastro pub. That's it. That's all it is. I, th and, but that makes sense. Like that. Yeah. It. It's. Is that a? Okay. Is it a birthday party? If you just happen to gather at a gastro pub with no presents <laughs> and just have a couple beers, I mean, I maybe I guess it. I would just call that. Hey, come out for my birth for a birthday dinner. Fine, that's yeah. That feels yeah. like it's appropriate for adults to do. <laughs> so why do they call totally. it a fucking birthday party this entire time? Like, there's going to be balloons and cake and shit. Yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> I I loved when they all threw Pam under the bus. They were like, "Wait, who told yeah. you? Who told you that there was a fight at the housewarming party?" And they're like, "Pam, you said, like, mom, you said what? that." The, and she's like, "No, I don't I don't yeah. remember saying that. I don't remember saying that." Once again, it's like Pam, you're on film. It. You're on film, yeah. okay? Yeah. We know you said it. You guys cancel Charlie. <laughs> so also like Becky and Jen are immediately explaining to their mom that they and saying, we understand why Libby is so hesitant. Like you weren't at the barbecue. You didn't see how bad this brawl was. And, you know, Jen also says she feels nervous, but, you know, men's don't control her. Like Charlie's not going to limit where she can go, where she can't go. 
So she's showing up. Um, but they don't have their kids there. Notice only Charlie and Megan bring their kids. They're four kids. I always forget. I did know. I did notice that they were the only ones that brought kids. Listen, can you, could you have imagined a couple years ago, the first time that we ever talked about Andre was on HEA, probably season fucking three at this point. Can you imagine that we would have been advocating like her isolating herself from her family is actually the correct and logical thing to do. It's it's hard to imagine that we would be happy with her just hiding with Andre of all fucking people. But it is. Yeah. These people are terrible. Yeah. They really are. I mean, Charlie is immediately going in to his, you know, you guys canceled Charlie. defense campaign. Good kids, Charlie. <laughs> and what did I do anyway, you know? Ugh. Stop saying canceled. It's a yeah, fucking. This, oh, God damn. Like, you don't. I could go. I could go <laughs> on for 20 goddamn minutes. But um, it's just it doesn't mean what you think it means at all yeah and i mean charlie tries to make this the point the justification he tries to make is well everyone's the proportion the the ratio of good times when i've been drinking to bad times when i've been drinking is low like we have probably been drinking a million times together and only three of those times have i become violent so You know, my track record's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, can you imagine if that excuse was used by someone that was like a domestic abuser? Yeah. <laughs> it's this yeah. fucking horrible. If if I get drunk every night and only one time I kill someone, I don't think going up in front of the judge, like, please be lenient, judge. I'm drunk all the time. And this has never happened. (laughs) Exactly. And then he immediately, he came in with an agenda, right? Because he is like, okay, this is my strategy. The common denominator isn't me being drunk. Well, then maybe that's one common denominator. It's Andre. Andre, he's the problem. He's keeping Libby from us. And, and it Becky seems like he kind of convinces. He like convinces them. Oh my God. In like 10 <laughs> minutes. These women are so susceptible. They're so gullible. Men's like, well, definitely I have been control them. I know. Yeah. I, I I have been worried that I'm never going to be able to see Libby again. And what if the day comes where I'm never able to see her? I'm like, Becky, seriously? Come on. The only, the only scenario where she would never hang out with Becky and Jen again is if Andre got deported, which is what Becky apparently wants. Yeah. Which is very... If I were Libby... I would maybe never talk to my sister again if she said that. This about my husband. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. I we, see Libby and Andre too as like they're gonna go the distance, I think. Oh I think yeah. They're ride they, or die. No, these these two fuck and fuck and fuck and fuck. And 
I'm pretty sure, like, okay, we need to settle this once and for all. Is Libby pregnant again? We feel like we've talked about this. I guess the third time? Is Libby pregnant? <laughs> Live Googling. You guys canceled Charlie. <laughs> Libby, yeah, she's actually... Oh, God. Uh, Libby will deliver her child in September 2022. How did we oh. not... like? Is the baby late or did we just not? Oh, yeah. They're all over Instagram doing a fucking gender reveal. Yeah, this, yeah. She, I knew she yeah. was like due very soon because she's been quite pregnant for some time. But um, it appears that she's not even pregnant during the season, which means it was filmed a year ago, which I guess we should just get used to. But So you knew you like I feel like we've been beating around the bush if she's if she's pregnant this entire season. <laughs> I just never like actually Googled it and I can't bring myself to follow her on Instagram. So I apologize for being so incredibly out of the loop. Please, please don't cancel me. (laughs) Like Charlie. All right. Uh, Mm. I don't really have anything else to say about. I just, I only have one thing. Like I'm, I like how Danish husband hears all Becky talking about how she literally has PTSD and nothing. We're not there yet. I'm putting myself in a vulnerable situation. And then five minutes later, Danish husband's like, let's just move on. Yeah. Thanks. That's very helpful. I appreciate you completely just ignoring my, my family's, my family's uh, problems here. Danish husband makes a good point. He's like, if we're going to sit here and fight about this, there's no point in continuing with this dinner. Like we either have to put it behind us and try to have a nice time. That's what a normal person would do. Like if you're, Oh, it was in the context of the dinner. I interpreted it as let's just put the drama behind us in general. Oh, I did. Yeah. Maybe if that's what he meant, then that's pretty funny. But I think he was just trying to be Scandinavian and like, keep the peace. (laughs) Right. He's like, I cannot, like, I'm, unco- he's like visibly uncomfortable with drama. So Char- I don't Charlie know why he agrees is, to be on the show. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, Charlie just continues to be massively delusional. And he think he, he really thinks similar to Pam, apparently he thinks that he and Andre are equivalent in their behavior. When he says, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. Um, I mean, I mean maybe I Pam. We haven't seen enough of Pan's behavior to really, I guess, discern. Maybe she's. I've seen enough. I, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to talk right. about Jovi and Yara? Yeah, I do. Yes. Um, I mean, again, not a whole lot here. This is a continuation of the same discussion with different ancillary characters, but. This is my general thought. Yara wants to go to Prague maybe a week or two, maybe a week before Jovi would get there. This woman traveled all over Europe and elsewhere before she met Jovi. Am I worried for Yara's safety in going to Prague, a major European city that is not currently at war, with her daughter to see her mother for a week before Jovi gets there? No, I am not worried. Do I think it is putting herself and her daughter at risk? No, I do not think so. 
I this is hilarious to me that this is drama. If you look at statistics about the danger that she would be in, she would be in far more danger walking around New Orleans with her child than Prague. Well, that's he says he also doesn't want her to do that. He he also doesn't want her to go into the city. He says, when you go to New Orleans or to Prague without me, I get worried yeah. and I want to be there to protect yeah. you. I also feel like Jovi was raised this way, right? Like I don't I don't as stated many, many times, I don't know anything about the South. I just don't. I didn't grow up there. I've never lived there. I just don't know much about it. But I think is this like a southern culture thing like he to may keep have been women raised in the basement to protect them to be no protective. this is just this is just fucking men in general okay i don't, okay. I think, I don't know how yeah. much it has to do with the south i i mean i agree with you look prague is 500 miles from ukraine at, at least there's there's like multiple there's countries an entire ass, places. yeah there's an entire ass country called poland in between them <laughs> And I just, I feel like, you know, if Prague were to actually be at the point where it's being uh, affected with, let's just say like Prague gets bombed. Okay. At that point, we're in World War III and you, you, there's nowhere that you could be safe because that would be nuclear war. It just, I, I don't see how it makes any logical sense that Prague's dangerous. I feel like he's grasping at straws because he just has a general gut feeling of FOMO almost. Or, or maybe he just really, really, really wants to go to a Czech strip club. I hear, I hear that they're nuts. <laughs> I Look, for me, I would think Jovi would be on board with this plan. Like, Yes, have Yara and Mila go 10 days early to Prague. Then she gets to catch up with their mom, spend time with her mom 24-7, get all of that out of the way. They haven't seen each other in a couple years. Get all that out of the way. And then you show up and go do the fun things with your family and, you know, get down to business and, like, trying to help the refugees sure. and whatnot. Like, I, yeah. does he really want to be there when Yara's reunited with her mom and just wants to spend 24-7 speaking no. with her in Ukrainian He's and catch up. He's not going to understand what anything that's going on. It's uh, exactly Luke. I don't think either of them are being honest with each other about what this trip really is. Uh, Yara, I, I don't look. Every person has a finite amount of. I think, like, what's the right way to put it? Um, emotional energy that and just like physical time that they could devote to helping in the way that Yara wants to do it. And I just don't think that she's being honest with herself or Jovi if she thinks that going to Prague now and helping in the way that she could help, which is I, I don't understand what she could possibly do physically in Prague that she couldn't be just as effective just by sending money. There were, I'm sure, refugees that made it to Prague, for sure. 
So I guess she could volunteer at a soup kitchen, like feeding people. But those people are going to need, the people that made it out are going to need just as much help in three weeks as two weeks. Yeah, that's that what I don't sense? understand like, that's, either. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to like logically parse out. So what I'm getting at is I think Yara just wants to leave for a bit because she can and she wants to see her mom and that's fucking fine she should do that and it's gonna be boring and maybe she hopes that she can see some friends that made it out and can fly to Prague to hang out with her that that's plenty of reason to go on a trip and Jovi I think just doesn't want to feel left out I guess or he really 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 wants to go to a strip club or he's trying to posture as the protector of the family i don't get why this is about trust on his part he says i can't trust you i can't trust that you can go to Prague and be safe and he also implies at one point that there is some issue of trust with her i don't understand that that's weird i also think it's really stupid to call this controlling though i don't i don't see that at all I don't I don't think it's controlling, especially because the, yeah. the friends come in hot immediately. The fact that he's just with her at all at this girl's drinks is apparently controlling. They just got back from a meeting to get their green card. Of course, he wants to hang out with her and celebrate. But no, he's controlling because he showed up. These people are fucking stupid. That that's just geography and logistics. <laughs> they live an hour away. Like they're not he's not going to drive an hour and then she would drive an hour back. Like they're both downtown to get this green card thing. They're going out to celebrate. It sounded like they had plans to celebrate afterwards and Yara invited her friends to come along. Why would why would Jovi like where's he going to go? <laughs> To the strip club, I guess. I guess. He, yeah, I guess yeah. he could go to the strip club. Aren't we happy that he's not doing that? Like, I don't know. I feel like this guy can't win. Um, but yeah, I I didn't think it was... They're like, oh, well, he always comes. I'm like, we haven't seen that. We've seen a couple of scenes with Yara talking about He boobs. just shows up! He just shows yeah. up on every occasion! Uh, this is a pretty big fucking occasion. Yeah, she got a 10 year green card usually it's two years but because it was delayed the judge or the i don't know whoever person uh, gives you your thing, green card none of that made sense but okay yeah i, like, I okay, know good for but you you got 10 years she doesn't need to do the andre stuff where he's apparently right. like at risk of being deported every season she's got it for 10 years so it's a big deal and they should celebrate as a couple and i i do think yara's like snarky attitude is really funny when he's like do you mind you don't mind that i'm coming with you to meet your girlfriends do you she's like well do i really have a fucking choice i don't speak english (laughs) i don't speak english i can't organize documents (laughs) so like i I also feel like this is absolutely a no win for jovi there is nothing he can do in this situation where these girls won't go after him if he said she can go. I don't care. They would attack him for that. Like, you don't care that she's going you to a war care. zone, Jovi. You probably just want to go drink Bud Lights and go to the strip club. There's nothing he could say that they wouldn't, like, have a shit feed about because they're there to cause drama. That's it. 
it's true. They hate Jovi. They're never going to be happy with anything that he does unless he becomes like richer and hotter, which is what they think Yara deserves. So um, all y'all yeah, have fake funny. boobs and now Yara wants fake boobs. Man, his swamp really came out really, there, didn't it? He really doesn't help himself whenever he opens his mouth. <laughs> it's a, maybe it's a no win because he's just that stupid. I don't know. I man. mean, I'm, it's yeah. like I'm not trying to defend Jovi too hard here because he's such a dumb dumb, but there is nothing that he could do. And and then he like he, <laughs> he's I want your support for her to not go. And I'm like, what? You you really haven't made any actual arguments yet and that like how how do you expect these three hens to be on your side about anything <laughs> what are you talking about i'm sorry but it's also hilarious that right when jovi says she wants to go to prague you know with mila and then i would meet them later one of the three girls says you can't put your daughter at risk and I'm like, at risk going to a major European city that's safer than New Orleans? Like, I'm sorry. How is that putting your daughter at risk? And then it is he worried about his wife? What is his true motive to keep her safe? <laughs> Wait, I, oh. You're a tad bit controlling, Jovi. <laughs> <You're just, laughs> It occurred to me that the girl maybe doesn't know where Prague is, and maybe she thinks it's no. in, like, Russia or Ukraine. <laughs> and so I, she just... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, are two out of three of them... Well, are, I don't know. One of them's definitely Ukrainian. We know that. Uh, Irina, yeah. And then the other one... Um, what's her name? Champagne or something? I, I don't know. None of them... They're so not worth remembering the names of. These no. are Renta friends. They are definitely not her real friends. We know that. But I mean, I, I, I appreciate they're there to cause drama because otherwise it'd be bored. I would be bored of shit. Right. So thank you for showing up, paid or not. I hope you got your $100 Amazon gift card. Um, they I, call I Jovi still... Jovina as well, which I thought was <sighs> funny. I maintain that the solution here, first of all, all these people are full of shit. The real solution that adults would do is let her go, and then he just fucking joins afterward. Done. Mm -hmm. I know. What, what's the big deal if she goes a week before? He is leaving for work almost immediately. It's going to take her two weeks to get her green card. Then she's got to book. She's literally going to get there like five days before Jovi. I don't see the big deal. There's the stakes are so much lower than either of them are willing to admit. And the, the yeah. reality is that this is just a trip for Mila to meet her fucking grandma. That's, that's it. Just call that's it, it that. And yeah. Yara says to, at the end, if, if she wants to take Mila on her first international trip on a plane by herself, I'm shocked. Jovi isn't like, hell yeah, I don't have to deal with that shit. Good. Oh, my God. Seriously. If my husband was like, I want to take the kid over to Europe by myself and you can meet me later, I'd be like, I can download movies and just watch them by myself on a 10 hour flight or maybe more than that on a 14 hour I'm flight. Get shit Hell faced yeah. beyond oblivion and pass out. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Thank you very much. Yes, 
please and thank you. Um, Yara at the end, too, says, oh, you know, my friends don't influence me like Joby thinks. I make my own decisions. He thinks that I'm just doing whatever they tell me, but they don't actually influence me at all. And, like, I believe her only because I think that these girls are not her friends. Right. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I think that her real friends probably do influence her, as all of our friends do, but not these particular girls. (laughs) Look, I'm totally a type A personality, so I completely identify with Shida this season, wanting to, you know, go to the fertility doctor, understand her ovarian reserve or like how many eggs that she has compared to other women her age. You know, what are her odds of having a child now versus in a couple of years because Bilal wants to wait. And this fertility doctor really didn't help her at all that we saw on screen. Data actually shows that one out of six couples struggle with infertility, and that's a stat staggering statistic. Um, But what if I told you you could get important fertility insight without having to go to the doctor or even leaving home? That's right. You can avoid this whole awkward exchange that we often see on 90 Day Fiance between couples and these random doctors, uh, or maybe they're paid actors on the show. Who knows? That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which again, that's how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go really deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. As someone who has had my ovarian reserve tested with Modern Fertility, um, because they've been a sponsor for for years, uh, and also with my doctor prior to that, I can tell you that it's so awesome to be able to review the results in depth. When I got the test results back from my doctor, it's not like I could access them online and review them and um, in, in understandable language. I had to have a doctor interpret them for me. With Modern Fertility, it was all spelled out, um, you know, what every hormone means was described so I could re-reference it as needed. And I was able to talk to one of their nurses and have them run through the results with me as well in depth. Uh, I just found the results much easier to understand uh, with Modern Fertility. Traditional testing can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash cray 30, you can get $30 off your test, making it $169 with this offer. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or your HSA. So if you want kids today or maybe just one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray 30. This is a limited time offer for $30 off. That means your test will cost $169 instead of the hundreds, or in my case, oh, well over $1,000 it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray 30. That's C-R-A-Y-C-R-A-Y-3-0. Modern Fertility dot com slash cray cray 30.
We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Let's finish up with uh, Kimbali. This is the fun part. Really enjoy uh, Usman dancing by himself in the bathroom. That's good stuff. He's feeling himself, feeling cute. He's got a total dad bod, too, which I really appreciate. I know. know. He totally does. He's preparing for fatherhood. Yeah. (laughs) I guess when ladies all over the world are after you, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't matter. He He's feeling himself. He's doing 80%. 80%. I thought that Kimberly actually looked good. And she she put on an outfit that was flattering and looked good for the party. You know, I don't know if we've ever seen this before. Yeah. You know, I also know that when I'm feeling hungover and sick, the first thing my husband does is take me to eat pepper catfish. It's a really good meal when you feel nauseous, like, you know, (laughs) hungover, first trimester of pregnancy, pepper catfish is where it's at. I, but look, I, I have to give her credit for trying it at least. She still ate it. I, she's my hero now. I gotta say, you know, (laughs) good for you. You fucking ate that pepper catfish when you're nauseous and want to throw up. Like just the smell of fish is I I love seafood and I would love this meal normally just to be clear. But when you're nauseous, like at least when I'm nauseous, that is the worst smell. Absolutely not. Yeah. I, uh, the best part of the entire episode was just him introducing his friends. Beeswax. Oh my God. International. Beza King. Beza King and Ahmed. Ahmed. (laughs) 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 I'm Soldier Boy. Poor Ahmed. He's Beeswax International, Beza King, and Ahmed. (laughs) You forgot K2 Effect and KB. Or wait, is that a. In Nigeria, Ahmed is just like Jim, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It was great stuff. Um, and the the multiple wives guys there, KB, right? And and Kimberly's like, oh shit, he just saw me lose my mind like twelve hours ago when I dumped a milkshake. Me, yeah, chuck milkshakes. Um, <laughs> oh, so good. She's uh, it's it's. There's so many people on this show. I feel like it happened twice this episode where they're talking about themselves in the third person. It has to it has to end. Uh, Kim is the life of the party. She's saying that about herself. And it also bothers me. Like, I, look, I've, you, she has a right to do this when she's referring to herself, obviously. But it just strikes me as really odd that she refers to herself as a girl. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, yeah. See, I know a lot of women are like really particular about this and that they don't like to be called a girl or referred to as a girl. Um, the thing is in the English language, like at least in American English, we have a term for men that we don't have for women and it's guys. And you say guys, you don't have to say boys. You don't have to say men. We just say guys. Chicks doesn't work for you, Kim. (laughs) 
I personally don't get offended if somebody's like, oh, look at those girls over there. And they're talking about me about, and my friends. What about babes? <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally great. <laughs> I would love to be called a babe. Actually, that would be wonderful. But I, some women don't like it. So I try to be really careful about it when talking about other women. But if somebody calls me a girl, I just don't care. So you know what I you uh, know what I wouldn't yeah. say. What I wouldn't say to anyone at a brew pub or otherwise is, you know how females are. <laughs> Jealousy is like breakfast to females. <laughs> oh God! Oh this my is God! Really funny. I this guy mean... is fucking gold. It's just. Wow. I um, loved this. He is just bringing it. He's like, well, this is the same dude. This is multiple wives guy, KB. Uh, he said, you know, Kimberly, she really regrets what she did. You know uh, how females are. You know how they are. Especially when it comes to jealousy. There's a there's a house of saying that jealousy is like breakfast to females. They must be jealous. I'm like, where's the breakfast? How part? does that have to do with breakfast? <laughs> Like, it's just, just a fact of life. Like, I'm so confused. Um, I guess, you know, <laughs> you, you got to eat breakfast, I, I guess. Oh, my God. I don't know why I found it so funny. So, yeah, I it's great stuff. Then a rent, the friend to friend shows up. Ollie, this, there's right. no way that this woman is a real friend of us men. It It is just as absurd to compare women to breakfast as it is for Kimbali to claim that she's not jealous of Ali. There's no fucking way that she, she goes over there and sits down and immediately accuses her of wanting to marry Usman. <laughs> Kyle, hi, Kimberly. Hi, I'm going to talk to your female friend. Uh, I've never heard of, I've never heard of you before. Are you going to marry Usman? Kyle, Kimberly is very confident. She is very confident, and she's not jealous of these other women in any way. Except Are you going to be age. my husband's baby-making factory and live in our basement? <laughs> no, not the basement's too close in proximity, Kyle. Oh, this right. This woman I'm sorry. needs to be in a different country altogether. So, yeah. But then, like, it's funny because Kimberly describes herself as being the life of the party and how she's good at parties. And I can actually see how that's true. I mean, she asked KB to switch seats with her. Everybody's kind of holding their breath. Like, Oh God, what is she going to do? Dump a drink on this girl. And she just kind of like hams it up with her and, you know, <laughs> has cool her friend, little girl you know? talk. Yeah. And, you know, Allie's like, no, 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 no. I'm just the platonic friend over here. I actually do PR for us men. And they like gave me a $50 cold Coles gift card to, to have this conversation. So I'm here for 15 minutes maximum and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. They seem to actually she, get along she, though. She does soldier boys, Instagram. We should, we need to fire that up and just see her work. <laughs> so oh great. Great stuff. I know. Uh, I mean, she was like, obviously Kimberly would be, lying if she said she weren't intimidated by this woman she's beautiful and very confident you could tell right off the bat and and obviously younger as well and so i just uh, 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 (laughs) 
<laughs> she's capable of giving him a child. Yeah. She's going to be that, a baby maker. Part. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, uh, Us- yeah. Usman sees what happens at this party and decides that because his fiance didn't have a full meltdown at one particular party, it's time to meet the family. And he was so impressed with how she handled herself that uh, they fucked all night. I just want to make love and go to sleep. Oh, wrong, wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) It was boom, boom, boom. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Kimberly says that she's surprised. All night. They didn't. He didn't plow her straight through the headboard into the next room. Maybe Jesus that's why she Christ. feels hungover. Maybe it has nothing to do with the alcohol. her head into the fucking yes. wall while they backed. She's getting her head bashed into the headboard Ugh. all night. Uh, uh, I also love that this Ollie girl, sorry, the Ollie woman, uh, real quick, she said, oh, if I saw Usman and Kimberly holding hands walking down the street, I definitely mm. think something is fishy. Ugh. Did he, did she like, buy him a PS5? Honest. What's going on here? Yeah. So yeah, they they talk a lot about the birthday yammy. Apparently, it was uh, some hot stuff. It's boom boom. Yeah. Yeah, and you can be naked if you want to. <laughs> now they're going to a romantic dinner, though, Kyle, because they need to talk about the second wife thing every episode again and this is the chance in this episode to just have some clarification around exactly who this woman will be where she's gonna live and we have a stat from kimberly she cannot be in the united states that is a deal breaker deal breaker no No. she's only going to accept 20 percent of the total (laughs) (laughs) the, the total deal I'm a 33-year-old artist. I have plenty of women, and I say yes to you. You think you're doing a favor to me? I, he's laying it out. Uh, he's he's. <laughs> I, for a very I, brief time in, in my early 20s, dated a musician who used the same fucking logic with me. And no. he was like, oh. I swear to God. He was like, because his roommate was like hot shit. And like, anyway, they were, you know, he was slamming lots of ass behind his girlfriend's back and and my boyfriend was like see aren't you lucky that i don't cheat on you like my roommate does and i was like all right and moving along (laughs) another one bites the dust uh it's nice knowing you call me never again so i do i i did like how kimball the last thing kimball says is he acts like he's a prize to be won and I'm thinking, I mean, you've kind of treated him like that this entire time, though. I, yeah, he's he's a dick for just putting it out there like he did. But you bribed him for sex and complained and screamed and cried when you didn't get it. And then when you got it, you celebrated like you conquered him. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah, I mm, hmm, hmm, hmm. it that mm. <laughs> I didn't. Sorry, I just like don't usman like I. It's hard to take any of this seriously because it's a fake no, relationship. No. Like, there's just no way that usman 
is ever going to marry this woman. I guess we said that about BGL. <laughs> he fucking married I mean, her. Look, Are they divorced, he, by the way? How can he even marry Kimberly? Have I, we ever I, even discussed this? Is he married? Kimberly is the second wife. That's a good point. I mean, they probably are never, they aren't married in America. So he probably is, if he's married anywhere, he's married in Nigeria still. But if she tries to take him to the United States, he has to get like that certificate in his own country that says he's not married to anybody else. He's not going to be able to get that because he's married to BGL. I, I have to assume that that's dissolved at this point. And it probably was like a two second scene earlier in the season or something. But look, I mean, at the point that he's willing to marry baby girl Lisa, I think it's fully within the realm of possibility that he is married or will marry Kimbali. Yes, that's true. Kimberly is a huge step up. Um, <laughs> funnily yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they're going again into like the boundaries and her deal breakers. He says, what if I meet a house, a woman in America and I want to marry her. And Kimberly says, no, that is nope. not acceptable. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. No. I mean, even though Usman's over here doing 80%, uh, he's he's not allowed to have this one. You know, there needs to be boundaries between woman. me and the, and the baby maker. Usman makes a really good point when he says, well, how would you feel if I ignored your son? Would that be okay with you? And she's like, no. And I mean, this is a grown adult, by the way. Her son is a grown-ass man, a very handsome one. and. He's like, well, how are you going to ignore my other kids? Like, just as a human, how can you hate the kids? You know, it's like some Catelyn Stark shit with Jon Snow. You can't hate you, just their children, you know? This is the shit that we've been saying for weeks. Even if you acknowledge that this whole situation with having a second wife is kind of like dehumanizing to you, Kim is the one that is literally saying that she is uh, like she's forcing herself to be okay with this situation but in her mind the situation is literally a baby factory of a human that is banished to another continent (laughs) oh god i feel like everybody is in on the joke except kimberly like usman knows this is their troll like production usman all his friends are all trolling her but yeah. she is dead serious about it and that's why it's so funny do you think international thinks that this is real <laughs> if, for, if for one second do you think beeswax knows this is fake <laughs> yeah I just I love that he it seems like he actually has a really deep bench of entertaining characters that he can just keep cycling through this show. He's gonna be on fucking 90 Day Fiance for years if he can just keep coming up with dudes like this at any time. I'm here for it. His latest 60 year old is is an insane person. I'm here for it. I I think it's hilarious. I think his friends are really funny. Um, I always enjoy them, so bring it. Whatever happened to the two, his two friends that were on last season in Tanzania? Badness and like, Slam Team. I think they're only Badness around when he's 
What? When he's producing a new music video, apparently. Well, I wish that Badmus and Slam T would hang out with Beeswax and and Ahmed. (laughs) (laughs) Bill. (laughs) Jim over here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great stuff. Any final thoughts, Kyle, on the episode? No, um, I feel like we should make a pros and cons list of continuing to cover HEA after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It can't be this bad next week. I mean, this, this, I have to say, we've had a couple good episodes, a few good episodes, probably this season. This was the most boring. We, we really enjoyed the beginning, but yeah, the, the first few episodes didn't have Angela and Ed. It, It really pairs down to like an hour at most lately when we're because we're not covering them and yeah this is i mean nothing really happened kimberly was entertaining but it was still repetitive it was still it was still the same shit it was just funny still um i don't know i hope that uh andre punches charlie in the face I mean, if you want more 90-day content, watch Single Life. It's airing on TLC on Mondays. Like, they're, it's not just Discovery Plus. They're airing the current season in parallel with what we're getting on Discovery Plus Monday morning. Although I think it airs Monday evening on TLC. Uh, I'm finding that show wildly more entertaining than this one. And we yeah. haven't even seen Tiffany come on yet. So, And if you are not Yay. a subscriber, we're covering that on our Patreon. So you can go to realitycraycray.com, sign up for five bucks, and we are covering Single Life and so much more. Yeah, we just finished uh, covering 90 Day UK, which is on, well, if you live in the UK, you would have gotten, I think, on regular television, and then it's on Discovery Plus as well. Yeah. All right. That's All right. that's it for this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I had fun talking about it with you, Kyle. No, uh, yeah, always, always, always. So thanks, guys. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week about uh, something. I just want to make love and go to sleep. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.